Eddie Aragon, The Rock there we of are. God. Pulling the plug. No in-person speeches at the Democratic Convention. <laughs> What's the purpose of a convention? <laughs> My gosh. This, this 2020 is literally the most insane time that I think anybody has uh, really ever lived in or we feel like we live in. I'm here with Greg Zanetti. Of course, D-Dot Musk in the room and, uh, and uh, Rudy Grande. Let's talk about psychological. Let's, let's not forget that Greg Zanetti is a brigadier general. He has... Um, Extensive military experience, and you're going to hear what might, most people might consider right, to be that course sort of crazy conspirati- conspiratorial radio. And it's really not. We're going to talk no. about psyops. It's a real thing. There's lots of training. It's what we do, and it's how you uh, affect large populations. It did a little bit of uh, that uh, stuff in college, but uh, let's right. talk about within the current situation here in this country and around the world. Right, and I think your listeners are pretty mature. They, they know there's spin and... You know, there's messaging that's all designed for an outcome. Now, when, once you ramp that up to a certain level, it becomes what's called a psychological operation, and it is a, it's always military in nature. So it's, PSYOP is not a social or a cultural operation. It's a military operation used for war. And the object is to demoralize the enemy, Right. And to give your allies and friends and supporters, you know, hope and encouragement and so on. And so if you look at what's happened here just just recently, it's classic psyop. You can't pe- keep people on edge forever. And what did you see in March? COVID is hit. We're all going to die. You really did have that feeling. It's you had it. the feeling that, yeah, you know what, if you get COVID, it's almost certain death. Right. And you saw that digress. Right. Very quickly. Right. And then what happened in April and May? It kind of ramped down. It was the same stories over and over ad nauseum. And then in June, we ramp up again. Mm-hmm. And we burned our cities. Right. I mean, classic. And then July was pretty quiet. I'm going to guess August will be pretty quiet because Europe is on vacation. A lot of Asia is on vacation. Vacation people... from what? Yeah. Vacation from working at home. I would guess in September you would start to see whatever is next. Okay. Whether it's another wave of COVID or mm-hmm. whether it's another ramp up within the cities. Mm-hmm. If it is within the cities and it's the protest, you would expect that June was a trial run. We did this, yep. the police did yep. that. We then right. did this, the SWAT teams did that. Right, right. They called in the National Guard. Right, right. And everybody's regrouping to see what would be next. Uh, who knows? Whatever, it could be a banking crisis, it could be something financial, but you will see the next wave that will ramp things up. And to tie this back to the first part that we talked about, I can almost guarantee it will require more money printing. Oh, absolutely. Because that's, that's all we're talking about. That's the common thread, and you and I have talked about this before. Yep. Oftentimes, if you want clarity, follow the money. Right. Because in any PSYOP, the issue is never the issue. Mm-hmm. If you think that the powers that be care about COVID-19 deaths, you're not thinking clearly. They couldn't care less. This is all about another agenda that's that's underneath. So let me stop and let me throw a couple of just easy, quick pickup sticks for people to, to run with on that. Okay. The nursing homes. How did they get COVID-19? Well, I, I have some theories about that. Well, just throw, float one. It doesn't even matter what it is. That would back up exactly what you're saying, which is they don't care about the deaths, and that would be the most vulnerable population. It was kind of strange how COVID-19 was really spreading in 
the nursing homes. There's then, of course, the prisons. Right. There's How some... the heck did COVID-19 get into the prisons? Well, there is some thought that it is through, I'm not Dr. Zanetti, but through fecal matter. Have you heard that? Mm, I have no, yeah, that wouldn't surprise that was me. New. <laughs> All right, let me throw this out to you. Uh, how come we haven't had COVID spreading spouse to spouse? You're not, you're not seeing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're living together and you're breathing on each other, it's hey, the, spouse, <laughs> the spouses should be getting it. Sure. Yeah. That's not happening. What, what happened in China? When people go home to their apartments, they go home to their apartments. You don't hang out in the hallway and talk right. to friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except not a dorm. The, right, except the plumbing and the sanitation in China's lousy. Mm-hmm. And so there's some thought that, wait a minute, this is being passed through fecal matter. Mm-hmm. What happens in nursing homes? People become incontinent. Soiled no matter how right, yep. hard yeah. he, the nurses try to clean up the mess, it's difficult. Well, what about up on the reservations? The, the plumbing and the water systems have yeah, always primitive, been sub Very primitive. Terrible. We had right. Karen Madoni talk about that. There's no running right. water and uh, no place to right. actually go out and use restrooms. Right. So, so, so what are we finding in the places where they're throwing the masks off and saying this, is, this has no, no helpful effects at all? What's happening? Well, their death rates are dropping. Their yep. case rates are dropping. Right. But these are countries that have very high sanitation standards. And so, you know, are we being misdirected from the very beginning on this thing? And that probably wasn't the direction you wanted to go on that question. No, I think it's important. I think it elaborates on they don't care about us because uh, this whole thing is about we're in this together. We care about you. Not one more life is worth risking. Like, you know, the whole propaganda that they're pushing out there. And the biggest one of all is what can we do with people who are actually impacted and have COVID-19? Well, we could keep the, the release from... Uh, of 100 million doses of a hydroxychloroquine or HCQ. Right. This could heal us. Right. Uh, because you're right. That's the, the goal isn't the health and safety of the population. Right. I believe the underlying goal of all this is taking us toward Marxism. That's, that's oh, the ultimate so, end goal. Someone's taking us there. He's, right. He's working pretty hard in uh, each of these cities, and it doesn't take a whole lot of money. He right. spent uh, what is it about a hundred thousand dollars in the district attorney's race here, and we've seen oh yeah you know our our city become a slum right. And, and this is the George Soros model that was used in Czechoslovakia. It was used in Yugoslavia. It's this: how do you ramp up fear? How do you get people divided against each other? You start the the white supremacy thing, mm-hmm. and then you say, well, it, it's actually a very clever campaign. I, if you stand up for anything that's for liberty or for the Bible or for the American flag or for law and order or for the rule of law, you're a white supremacist. Right. Those are not universal principles. They're white ideas, right. white concepts. And, and that they have been able to make that stick has, has been a remarkable success. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're starting to spread it out even, I mean, you saw they, they went pull down the statue of Oñate. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, now, now we're going to spread to the Hispanic. They, got it. It's Anybody who's ever had power. Correct. And so the answer is always the same, is that we need to tear down the structure right. so that we can replace it with us in charge. And the us in charge is, oh, this Marxist philosophy that, that they're pushing. And had they not had decades of free reign throughout our education system to brainwash these kids, I mean, where... And starting early, Nickelodeon, the Black Lives Matter, have uh, Alicia, I forget her last name, who started the Black Lives Movement, and her crew, they're actually doing commercials on Nickelodeon. 
And if they don't get Marxism in this generation, they're very definitely going to go get it in Generation Z. When we talk about right. World War Z, uh, I wonder doubt it. I wonder if that was a little uh, pre-programming on their part. Right. And so everything you're seeing now is orchestrated, it's funded, it's coordinated, it's organized. Now, there are always opportunists who are just going to glom on to oh, sure. a riot so they can steal a TV. Mm-hmm. They understand that that's going to be part of it. But... It, you know, we're now bringing out records from 2015 on how this was going to be orchestrated in the United States, starting with black against white, and th- this is how it was going to play out. Alicia Garza started Black Lives Matter in 2014. Right. And so, how does it work? Well, you fund the mobs, you create the, the crisis, and then you come up with a solution, which is always some Marxist. So that's the bottom part. And then at the top, so it's bottom-up and top-down, now you start passing laws. And you start getting corporations to do certain things. And from top-down and bottom-up, you start squeezing your agenda down on the population. And then if you can isolate the population, which is what this COVID-19 yeah, thing is, what it's done. where we can't even talk to each other at schools or at restaurants where you're saying, you know, this is really messed up. I don't believe any of this stupid stuff. You, it's, like a, it's like a Holocaust in place. Right. And this is a pattern that has been used over and over again in a psychological mm-hmm. operation to overthrow countries, to bring in a new government. And it's proven. It's worked. Right. And so... So this whole thing starts with a lie? Always. It always starts with a lie. And the difficult thing about a lie is that it takes a lot of resources, a lot of money, a lot of effort to keep a lie going. Now, they've got some pretty strong allies. I mean, at the top, certainly the mainstream media is participating. In yeah, NBC, media. ABC, CBS, sure. MSNBC, Wait, all of them, cause, and then the newspapers. Right. Lost cause, those right. people. Yeah. I mean, you can also certainly bring in politicians who, for their own ambitions, you know, will pretty much say anything you want. If they can get the check, they can get the money, so they can work their way up the chain of command for more power. And so that's the top part. And meanwhile, the, the bottom part is... You, know, you don't want to call them useful idiots, but if you can get the young people ever to feel like they're fighting for the glorious cause to overthrow centuries' worth of oppression and that they will go down in history as the generation that saved the world, now everything starts to work like, like a ballet. And it's a lot easier to get you know, those young people jazzed up when they've been laid off their jobs. A lot of young people, sure. the restaurant sector, the low-wage sector, those are people who are taking it much harder and than lawyers and accountants and, you know, more established people. So right. you, get your, you get your troops out there. They get, get, they get time on their hands, and then you rile them up and you send them out. The right. one correction, I will correct you, and I don't often do this, but uh-huh. Dowd made uh, an assumption here that is pretty wild when you don't really look at what's happening. Those are the people who, right, are going through the hardest time. The people who were there, and they're having such a difficult time getting through this time. Like, they're not. The people who are waitstaff and waiters, they've never had more money in their entire life and sitting in the bank account that they do right now. They've been getting paid all the way since day one because we need to absolve and release. And now they have free time. And so they right. take this free time, and they now now Dowd's right. Yeah. They've been right. wild up with this information. It's like you've got money, you got time, you want to see a change because they're going to come after your money anyway. And right. there you go. There's there's the revolution. All right. So, so let me throw an idea out to you here. Sure. Why are why are the Democrats doing this? They know. No, they're stealing some of this from Victor David Hansen, who read a pretty interesting oh, article yeah, yeah. about two three weeks ago, and he said the Democrats aren't stupid. 
He said, they know the riots aren't playing across 80% of America. Yep. They know the Black Lives Matter thing isn't even playing within the black community. Sure. And it's driving yep. voters toward Donald Trump. They know that Joe Biden is on the front edge of dementia. Yep. And that they can't take him out. And yet they leave him as the nominee. In fact, they knew it prior. And they ensured he They won. need an empty vessel. Right. They need to put whatever values they want into that. And they know he, they gotta, when you got a senile old man, he's not going to fight back. Right. And so his conclusion is they want to lose. And he said, why would they want to lose? Do they want the presidency or do they want growth in the movement? He said, if Biden wins, all the air goes out of the movement. Orange man bad. He's out. Our guy won. We can all go home, let's yeah. go drink beer and margaritas and get back to our lives. Mm -hmm. If Trump wins, you have a thousand fires in New York City on November 4th. Yep. And the movement grows. Yep. So what's more important to them? Winning the presidency, which is a short-term four-year deal, or having this greater cause, which is bringing in Marxism to the United States with this top-down, bottom-up movement, pushing down, pushing down, and pushing up, pushing up, and squeezing America towards something the globalists want. So I think that's really smart, and I think that's right. And Dowd, I want to go to you on this, because Dowd, you have in your possession a magazine on the world history of Russian Revolution. I know you've read through that, right? Oh, goodness, yes. It is amazing, and what an it does say is <laughs> it, it has the 1905 Bolshevik Revolution. Right. You know, this all started, it was a strike, you know, these, uh, these guys were fired, and now we're going to push back against Alexander, and we're going to say, you know what, we don't like what's happening here, but it didn't get all the way until 1905 to 1917 mm -hmm. right. before it really took place. It yeah. took 12 years before things to move. And this is, I think, to the point that you're making, I think this uh, solar bolsters that argument. Right, and this is what the left doesn't understand. All the people who are supporting this movement is that they will become victims of this. Yeah. Those who are actually closest to the power end up being the victims. And you mm -hmm. saw this when when Lenin started to lose it. He had that stroke or the aneurysm. Yeah, 23. Right, and Stalin took over. Yep, well, easily. Well, sure, now... And he was despotic. Right, and then you have Trotsky, who was a rival to, to Stalin. And he fled. Well, yeah, and then his supporters got imprisoned and then they were killed, and then yeah. they had to rat out families and neighbors and oh, friends, God. and then, and then, and then. And it was those closest two <laughs> who end up being the victims of this thing. So while they're recruiting all these people to the cause, those people getting recruited will end up being the victims of this yep. thing. Now, yep. of course, you know the other side ends up being a victim as well, but a very narrow group of people ends up with all the power mm -hmm. and... Everyone's being deceived in a psychological operation. Even your friends and allies are being deceived. Especially your friends and allies with those right. who are working on you to convince you about how crazy you are because all the information that they're getting, and let's not right. forget during that time, uh, what, what was Lenin? He was the publisher of a paper. Right. right. Let's not forget what he was doing. He was a guy who sent out misinformation. And people read it, and they believed it, and all of a sudden right. they're like running around like, oh, my God, is that true? Is that true? It must be true. How could you believe anything opposite? Same exact thing, 100 years later, fast forward, 2020, United States of America, people are listening to CNN and MSNBC and all this other information like, oh, my God, is that true? Trump is really crazy. Right. Yeah, look at what he's doing. Right. And then people say, well, that can never happen here. 
Oh, God, it's happening right now. Think of it's literally yeah. happening right <laughs> yeah. now. Think of our athletes. Yeah, all buying into this. <laughs> that the just, NBA. Oh my They goodness. literally they ended their league. It's over. They're never coming back. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, right. There is no chance of them coming <laughs> right. back. The moment they decided to go ahead and say, you know what, we're for sale, they should have shut up and dribbled because it would have been the one thing that would have brought us back. <laughs> Good advice. It would have been <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay. they just didn't. But, but it's not just the, look at corporate America. Oh, how, they, many, how many major corporations have bent a knee to Marxism? And that's really what they're bending a knee yep. to. And I they, can't keep up with all the companies I'm boycotting now because it's just like, you know, Rudy and I, won't, we, we, we walked away from Gillette yep. with the toxic masculinity nonsense. That was before COVID. Right. But it's, it's getting harder and harder to keep up with. I call it capitulation capitalism. They just, they just cave and they, they buy into that, this culture. I call it a cultural revolution and they're buying into it. It's hard for me to keep up with all the companies I need to keep boycotting. I ditched uh, HBO because of the, the gone with the wind. You know, right. oh, we're triggering people. But, but, but you won't have to boycott anybody. Because everyone will be boycotting capitalism <laughs> by virtue of the fact that they're virtue signaling okay. and saying that we're hearing the information, we hear the buzz that you're sending out, the right. information that we are receiving it, and it might be misinformation, but we're, we do what we're told. Mm. And that's, this is 1984 right. in 2020, and this is exactly what's happened. I mean, can we get back to America? You know, right now I'm going through some things and we're thinking about the Judeo-Christian heritage. You're talking about Ben Shapiro right. and and Sean Hannity and everybody's going back to our founding principles because we're five years from that and we've got this crazy psyop going on and we haven't even added in the tumultuous economy that is, right. that is forthcoming. So, so the answer is, can we defeat this? Yes, but it starts with the foundational belief that, wait a minute, we are at war. As long as we don't believe we're at war, then yeah, they we, win. They yeah, win. Yep. And so you know, Sun Tzu said, Know your enemy and know yourself, and you fear not a thousand battles. Yep. And but if you know neither of those, uh, you won't win a single battle. And so if you feel like we're losing, we're losing, we're losing. Well, okay, because we're not approaching it the right way. Now, your voice here—it's pretty clear that your audience is pretty engaged and, and knows what's what's going on here. But they don't believe. So some of our audience believes. The other some are trying to be convinced, and then there's a good uh, portion of the audience who wants to believe in hopes, but is easily surrounded by most people who try to drown them out. And those are the people who are trying to say, no, no, you shouldn't believe that. That's crazy talk. That's conspiratorial talk. So right. what, what you really have to realize is the impact that you can make. Right. Just by your v words on this microphone today, you can make an impact by just changing those ideas and people who are out there. And that's exactly what Lenin did. That's right. exactly what the, the, the Democrats uh, and the liberals have been doing for four years. You said it's Right. Started in 2015. When did Black Lives Matter start? Uh, little yeah. drips. Yeah. Little right. drops. Always. Right. And, and so, know yourself. Well, who are we? Well, what you just mentioned a minute ago, I mean, there was a Judeo-Christian Western ethic yep. that we subscribed to that was incredibly successful. And we were proud of it. Yeah. And now, hold on a second, you Christians. <laughs> All right, you Judeo-Christians. Uh, some of our government checks and balances, uh, divided, you know, divided government, three branches comes from Greek and Roman concepts of, of political philosophy. Yeah. Don't, don't they leave, might, but don't we're not going to have boys out. Oh, no, right. Right. There, there is a little bit of right. that. He's it, right. That's yeah. Western. Yeah, thought, Western. I would call it Western, Western thought. Yep. 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 All right. So now you're going to go to a military concept of center of gravity. Have you ever heard of this term? All right, the center of gravity is not your enemy's weakness; it's your enemy's strength. 
And if you think you're going to win wars, going after an enemy's weakness, which is what you hear all the time, even in politics, oh, they're weak here, they're weak there, let's go after them. You will never win a battle if you go after the enemy's weakness. You must take out the enemy's strength. And identifying the center of gravity is a very difficult thing. It can be a leader. It could be, uh, if you take out Adolf Hitler, you're going to win the war. It could be a general. When the North beat Robert E. Lee, it was over. Uh, everything for the South just drifted away. In the Vietnam War, what was our center of gravity? It was actually American public opinion. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Out in the field. That's the after, amplification of news after it, it 15 was. years of the telly. And so yeah. you must identify the center of gravity correctly if you're going to have a coherent strategy. I will give the left credit. They identified America's center of gravity. And it was this Western civilization, Judeo-Christian ethic that what was our belief system? Mm -hmm. If we could tear away at the belief system, everything else would fall away. Yep. And a conscious decision on their part, you think? Yes. Were they that clever? In fact, it was cultural Marxism. Mm -hmm. and they well, let's say you, communism doesn't exist without removal of God. Right. And remember, if you go back to Karl Marx, and this is what Dowd and I were talking about at the break, Karl Marx was not an atheist. I mean, we've been told this over and over again. Karl Marx talked to God. If you look at the poetry he wrote, if you, it, it, there's a great book called um, Marx and Satan. And it was written by a Romanian who was in a prison for nine years. He just studied Marx left and right. And he said he had a very deep belief in God. He just hated him. And he decided to worship another God. But don't call him an atheist. He very much knew that God existed. And so the focus is, can you divorce people from that source? Very much so. If you can, then the Western civilization, everything else will dissolve and now you can bring in these ideas and influence toward the ultimate end of Marxism, your global economy, your global you know, system that is absent from liberty and truth and freedom and the rule of law. And that's what we are up against. So and if know you notice, know yourself. To, to sort of bolster what you're saying yet again, we're already there, but we're on the second stage. We removed God. We checked out God right. uh, back in the late 60s, early 70s. Right. And that's really when that, and then you started to remove prayer in school and all the detritus sure. of what was left after removing those values out there. Saying, so, you know, we're not going to impose on anything. We don't want anybody to make it feel uncomfortable. Right. And now we're to the point where, well, we don't want to impose a family on anybody. It's okay if you go ahead and right. leave the family structure and go ahead and find your, what did you say, center, center of? Center of gravity. Center of gravity. Right. Let's remove your center of gravity there. And now we've gotten you, so we've removed the family, and that happened about 20, 25 years ago. Right. And now we move forward to now your identity, your id, and, and your, right. your super ego. Now we've moved you from yourself, not even with what you're born. Well, I was born a male, but I don't identify as a male anymore. So your center of gravity isn't even yourself. You've been completely and totally propagandized, so you don't even, you're divorced from yourself. You're divorced from your family. You're divorced from your God. You're divorced from everything going forward. You have no center of gravity. Therefore, you're right for the pickings, and you think whatever you're enduring is what everybody else, that's pure communism. Now what's one good for that person is good for everybody. And Pretty I'm, simple. I'm just reminded of, uh, I believe the French, some of the French revolutionaries did this. I know Pol Pot did this. When they came to power, it's year zero. We're starting history all over again. Right. And you're going to listen, and you're going to live right. the way we tell you. Right. You tear down every institution. Yep. And Including yourself. Right. 
And, and this is where we are. Do you know anybody who trusts the media on left or right? No. I don't either. Uh, do you trust Congress, left or right? Like 8% does. Right. Uh, so just gonna, how about the judiciary? Do you think you're going to get a cool. fair shot in the courts? Definitely not. Right. We didn't get one yesterday. Right. So just go through. How about education? Do you truly believe cool. are children being educated or are they being indoctrinated? Indoctrination, right. no doubt about it. My kids, uh, though, are getting educated in the uh, Kiva University. How about the church? Do you Definitely not. We're you... scared of our church because we think that the priests are going to rape us. Right. Or you flip on the televangelist on TV, and it's all about the money. Money. And can I get book deals, and how much money can I make? Or it's just feel-goodism, like you know, the gospel of prosperity rather than responsibility. Right. There you go, uh, Joel. Joel. Uh, I wasn't going to say it, right. but you know, you're probably well, right. I'm happy to identify. <laughs> you're probably right. So, so now let's go to government. What is really the foundational piece of government, and the purpose of government is to protect you against evil. And we've defined evil. At least we used to. The evil was. Good was the Ten Commandments. You're not going to steal. You're not going to cheat. You're not going to commit adultery. You weren't going to, we were going to protect the society from evil. Now we're saying government doesn't even have that role. Uh, well, no, we're not going to send out the police. We're, not going to, we're going to defund all of it. What role then does government have? Again, we're, we're deconstructing every major institution under this psychological operation that has been going on for decades now can we win yes because truth is an incredible thing when all else fails truth still stands there and any doubt it takes a tremendous amount of money and resources and effort to maintain lies and eventually lies dissolve but before that happens there's so much pain so much agony so much death so much blood and when people finally come to their senses and they snap out of it it's like what happened to us I mean, you saw this in Nazi Germany. How could you know, these people, and they were not horrible, awful people at their core. They're the same. We're all, we're all a mess. But they lost it. And you see this throughout history in different areas, and now the assault is against America, and we're, we're not even aware there's a war going on. Let me recommend a book for everybody. I'm uh, nine-tenths of the way through it, and it's Ben Shapiro's how to destroy America in three easy steps. And it's actually alluding, actually speaks directly to what you're saying, exactly right. what you're saying. And it says it just a little bit differently. It talks about disintegrationists. Right. You know, the people who are opposed to every single form of power that is out there, and they will do everything they can. They can unify. It's like fight the power, fight the power. It's very unifying for all of them because everyone's got something they need to fight back against because they don't have no power. They're acknowledging that power by fighting back against any existing power that exists anyway, yet they don't realize that they've had this power all along. And what's guaranteed that? Good government. And you use the term, a purpose of government is to punish evil. Right. We don't. They flip the script. It's on its right. head. What's good is bad. Criminals should be liberated right. out there because they're misunderstood. You know, you should not get punished for this stuff. And then on the flip side of that, you have the people who are trying to sort of Keep us together, the Unitarians, the people who are, are, are trying to un- unify the country under the basis of what has kept this country great for 244 years. And they go back to the same Judeo-Christian principles of, oh, sorry, Greek. I guess we're going to have to look at that. <laughs> don't Western. want to leave out the Greeks uh, here. So, so you're looking at this and you're saying to yourself, well, you know, why did we flip this on his head? And it really does have to do with this. It's all about media. What's the center of right. gravity? Okay. I'm walking around, got a phone. Do you mind sticking around for the second hour, by the way? Well, yeah, I've got to get, but I could do it next week. We could catch is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So I do want to, to, to talk more about this because the media has now become 
the media that every single Tom, Dick, and Harry is connected to, and it's some sort of screen of some sort that's sending right. you those messages, and all you're doing is taking that information and repeating it back to them, but it isn't new information. It's just right. the same misinformation that you're getting from anywhere else. From an ever-decreasing number of sources. I, I mean, it's, it's but through Facebook and Google and through... And, and an ever-decreasing spectrum of perspective. Right. So narrow. And then they wipe out conservative thought yep. on the other side because that's a virus in their system. And so you, you, rid, yes. you rid the system of the virus. You go on evil. Cutting, right. Cut it out. Yeah. Cut it out. Defund them, deplatform them, and you know, off, off they go. And so what you can see coming, it, it's not hard to predict. They're going after the money, Eddie, to bring this back to where we started yeah. this segment is if you can destroy faith in that institution, in the banking, the Federal Reserve... The greenback. Commerce, yeah. yeah. Well, now, what is there left to have faith in? Well, well, we have an answer, and the answer is Marxism, globalism, everybody in this together, and we'll, we'll save you. We'll survive. Right. And you, you can see this coming, and it's, it is. It's bottom up, and it's top down, and it's actually compression from the sides, and... It is being incredibly effective right now. And uh, that Donald Trump is held up under all this. <laughs> <laughs> How anyone could have. It, it's, it's been a remarkable yeah, I don't know that he has quite the way, uh, and I think it, people need to realize right. that it's ultimately the people who elected Donald Trump. Trump did turn around Good and point. pick 60 million people, 61 million people. The lack of courage happening right now because of people have been inundated. They, we, we have to... We have to uh, celebrate the silent majority when everybody else gets to go out there, regardless right. of COVID, to go ahead and protest down the streets. I'm tired of being the damn silent majority. I'm ready to go ahead and shout it from the rooftops every single day and let them know how proud we are to be, you know, the very group that elected that man and stood behind our country. And, you know, quite possibly, hopefully here in 2020, we save this country. But right now, hope is not a strategy. And you always give us the right tools uh, for thinking. And, and I just want to ask you guys a quick anecdotal question. How many of you guys have a dollar in your pocket? Well, I have a Federal Reserve note in my pocket. Okay. Well, we don't have to be a smart ass. Only maybe his wife. You, you have a dollar in your pocket, okay, do you I'm not? Checking. Yes, I have a dollar in my pocket right here. You got about 65% of the population that doesn't have that in their pockets anymore. Really? Doesn't understand what uh, a president is. Uh, who, who, who George Washington, uh, just a lack of history. And this is right. why we are going to be doomed to repeat other people's history because we failed to learn from other people's history. And we learned, we have learned to ignore our own by not teaching it. The values, the principles, and everything that we have not preserved by not teaching. And you see they're rewriting all the history books and it's happening oh, yeah. right now. It's kind of interesting, some of the stuff that's good. We need to abolish history in yep, Chicago. Yep. We need to abolish history in all these places. History itself is racist. Yeah. The reason why they want to do that is because they want to make sure that you don't understand what, how you got to this point of power. They realized on February 3rd that they could not impeach the president. There was nothing that they could possibly do. Right. And then they just realized that they could scare the bejesus out of you with that COVID-19. They said, you know what, right. we're all in. We've got, we've got every last dollar that we don't have, and we're going to put it in on destroying the, this country because it's either that or we don't exist anymore. Right. And then let's, let's go back to the center of, of gravity. And you mentioned it. Dowd mentioned two, it. Two minutes. Okay. Very quickly. The center of gravity always comes back to a belief system. Belief drives action. And so when we said we don't want 
God in the city square. We don't want God in government. We don't want God in our courts, in our schools, in our military. We got this. We're on our own. Right. Well, he'll honor your free will. Remain in his image. And he has free will. We have free will. Without free will, we don't have a God because communism, you don't have a God. Right. right. Okay. So when he says, all right, I will honor your wishes, I'm out. It's not a vacuum. When he leaves, reason leaves, love leaves, compassion leaves, uh, empathy leaves, order leaves. And what comes in behind it? Well, everything you're seeing right now. Mm. So if you want to get back to the center of gravity to win this thing, it's actually going to start by looking up into the vertical and getting grounded there. Mm-hmm. And I that agree. will then spread out to the horizontal. Yep. And so that's where I would start. And you can't beat truth. Truth will always win out. That's a limitless well, isn't it? Yes, sir. That's what I think. Greg Zanetti, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate uh, you very much. Very quick plug for Greg Zanetti. Uh, Uh, Can we get a hold of Zanetti Financial? uh, Just go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. One and two T's? One and two T's. I like that. I've never said that. You you got ahead (laughs) of me. I got spell right. (laughs) Good stuff. All right, folks. uh, All Epstein, second hour. That'll be up next uh, here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM. Go on the app, rockoftalk.com. We return after the top of the hour Fox News. We'll talk about Prince Andrew, Epstein. We'll make some local connections. And where does it go from here? We are nearly a week away from the one-year anniversary of the suicide, or did he, of Jeffrey Epstein. So we'll talk about that, and I'll get uh, some of your thoughts. Yeah, I was telling you this stuff a year ago, folks, a year ago. Here we are nonetheless. Still no ranch raids. Still, hey, no crime scene, no anything. Hit the top of the hour, Fox. You're listening to...